0: Welcome to the Summit Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit summitsanmarcos.com. Come on. Come on.
1: The city.
0: Well, there we go. righty, guys. Um, so uh, real quick, the Easter thing, it's gonna be pretty awesome. I've never seen like live painting before for the sides during. Hey, what's up with? Besides during like, uh, uh, during worship time. So it's going to be a whole show. It's going to be really cool the way they tie together. So you guys should come, invite your family. It's one of our biggest outreaches of the year. There's a lot of people called CEOs, Christmas, Easter only. Uh, and they come uh, at Christmas and Easter only. And so it's a good time to get people to walk in and then totally meet the Lord and be like, oh my goodness, I want to give my life to Jesus. So it's a great time. Invite them. It's going to be awesome. Um, but guys, I am really excited for tonight. Um who has been here the last kind of this last series? Yeah, Kellen Adams, what's up? And, and Dominic and and Emily, Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, have you guys enjoyed it? It's been a series called "This Is Who He Is." Yeah. I got one person enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you, Diana. Yes. If it's only for Diana, praise God. And we got one. Okay. Or right. no so okay it was a series called this is who he is before that we did a series called this is who you are and the idea is these are foundational truths so often as christians we want to go do stuff like we just want to go oh, change the world right um uh, but first we need to figure out who does god say we are and then who does god say he is right so if you figure out and we went through this different these different like sermons within the series right and it was the first one was that you are loved and that that you are beloved and that you have a name you have value this is who you are and then when we focused on this is who he is we talked about jesus you guys remember that sermon
1: yeah
0: everything there's only one point in the whole sermon it's all about jesus that was the entire sermon right and so and then we talked about he's our shepherd he's the rewarder and he's the god who gives value we saw that tonight like he's a god who gives value to people he values them so much he'll call them out and say i love you right and so these are really foundational uh, truths, right? That we need before we can go out and do things, right? So you, I believe every single person in here is a leader. Yeah, that's right. yeah woo, right? I believe every person in here is a leader. If I was in it, if I said, hey, who near's a leader? Maybe like the confident ones would be like, I'm a leader,
1: right?
0: And everyone else would be like, nah, he's the leader, i not. Right? That's what I did for years, but I love what John C. Maxwell says. He's do you guys know who he is? Yeah. He writes books on leadership. That's like what he does, right? Uh, He's got a whole whole like shelf in Barnes and Noble. It's all leadership, right? And he says this. He says that leadership is influence. No more, no less. It's influence. And there's a study uh, that his crew did where they said that. I don't know how they figured this out. I'm just kind of trusting them on this because it's like what he does for his full-time thing. He said that if you, uh, even if you're an introverted person, a quiet person, you just don't, you go to work, you go to school, and then you kind of just go home, right? You will still impact and influence 10,000 people within your lifetime. That's the people who say like they're, they're introverted. They're like, I'm laying back. I don't want to talk to people, okay? The, the other people who are like, I don't know how to be alone, I'm just only going to be with people, they're like, they have a lot more. So there's like 35 people in here or something like that. That's like 350,000 people if we all chose to just go into our closets every day that we're still going to impact whether we like it or not. You have influence, which means you are a leader. And I'm going to treat you as leaders tonight. Is that cool? I want to train you, equip you as leaders, I believe, in in Christianity in this area. A lot of times we come into crux. We come into other places into church. And we come in like this. Like, I'm ready to receive. Right? Which is awesome. That's great. But if you only receive and you never pour out, you're not going to make it. Uh, There's two lakes in Israel. They're called seas. The Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea... Is dead. There's no, nothing can live in it, okay? It's the lowest place in Israel and it receives. It only receives. All the rivers pour into it. It can only receive. It has no outlet and it cannot sustain life. Whereas the Sea of Galilee has an something receiving pouring into and it has an outlet pouring out and it is a vibrant sea we read it in the bible it's still around today people are still fishing in it because it still produces life you need to pour out and to, to, to steward your faith to steward your leadership steward things that god has given you the call in your life for it to become vibrant and alive and we only receive and me 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 right it, we die actually i'm all about receiving but we also got to give Right? So, uh, tonight, basically, this is kind of the, the flow of the night, uh, or the flow of the whole next series, is because of that, because we know who we are, we received who we are, we received who the Lord is, now we're moving into a new series called This Is What You Do. Because okay, this is who you are, this is who He is, and now we're doing a third series, and this is what you do. Right? Verb, it's what you do. Did you that? Okay, so the flow tonight. Basically, uh, the, the series and the goal for tonight is I want to start to go over some fundamental Christian, just things like as a Christian, this is stuff we should walk in. And in this series, we're going to talk tonight. We're talking about hearing God's voice and then i thought we'd be way more excited for that tonight we're talking about hearing god's voice that's a big fundamental thing for christians is we can actually talk to god and hear his voice okay and then we're also going to talk about prayer we're going to talk about evangelism we're going to talk about worship all throughout this next series about different things that we do as christians is that cool are you guys excited and i believe as the leaders that you are you're going to influence and take that into the, every sphere of society that you're in sound good
1: yeah. Thank you,
0: Joel. Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, quick story for you. I used to live in Cambodia. I was a missionary uh, with a group called YWAM. And I lived out in a little nation called Cambodia. It's right next to Vietnam in Southeast Asia. And, and basically they speak a different language here. It's called Khmer. No one there speaks English. Very few translators. Um, but we had one. We went to this really remote town. And they said, we have a little vacation Bible school. We want you to teach at. And we're like, oh, great. So we're trying to think of like what our kids things are trying to think of American kid things to do. So we're thinking of the song, you know, the song that I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. And then you go to the kids and you go, where? Down in my heart. Where? Right? And you just do that with all the kids, right? You guys are too too mature for that, so I won't. I won't try to do that here. So, okay, <laughs> where? Okay, so next week at our worship, we'll just do that song, okay? But anyway, we get up there and we're like, oh yeah, we got this figured out, and we're like, all right, through the translator, we have a special song for the kids, and we're gonna and we're gonna get them all pumped and excited, right? So we get our team out there, and we're like, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, where? right? And when we do that, chaos breaks out. Kids start laughing, kids start screaming, the leader, uh, the different teachers and leaders start like looking at us like, and the translator's like, like looking at us, everyone's freaking out. And we're like, where? I don't know, like what did we do wrong? Like everyone's freaking out, kids are dying, they're laughing hysterically, teachers are trying to slap them, be like, stop laughing, stop laughing, trying to cover their mouth as they're trying to, they're trying to sing along, joy, 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 and the the teachers cover covering their mouth, what are you doing? The, the translator stops us, looks at us, and he's like, who taught you that word? And we're like, what word? And he's, he's like, I can't even say it. It's such a bad word. And we're like, what word? We're like, joy. He's like, oh. Who taught you that word? And we're like, I don't know. This is a kid song. It's a kid song? And we're like, uh, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? And he basically says this. He's like, the word joy, the pronunciation, not, not the translation, the pronunciation, the word joy is the literal translation of the F word. Exact same meaning. So we stand up in front of all these kids. and we go. F F F. Where? Where? F, Right. And and the kids are dying laughing. The teachers are freaking out. The kids are like, we're like sing along. And the kids are like, hey. And then they're like freaking out. Right. Just having breaks out. And we're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's the F word.
1: Are you are you serious?
0: And I'm like dang it you know i'm like you have to join the lawn man and it's like dang it oh no right and i learned i learned i learned the value of translation that night i learned the value of having what i was trying to say was not being heard right they heard something very different from what we were saying we needed a translator to step in the middle and say no 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 this is what you're saying. He needed to say to the crowd, This is what they're trying to tell you. Uh-huh. Right? We needed a translator in that moment. And wow. and oh, this goodness. is Jesus. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So often we hear Father God, he says,
1: I love you.
0: And it goes through the filter of our own junk, and it gets cross-culture, cross-translator, our own junk, oh. and we're like, He's so mad at me. He hates oh, me. Wow, and he's Jesus. like, What? I'm- I said joy. Like, I love you, right? And and you're like, God, stop yelling at me, right? And and then Jesus steps on the scene, and he's like, no, 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 no. I'm the bridge. The Father's not mad at you. The Father loves you. He has joy over you. This is what it actually means, right? There is something when God says, I want you to hear me very clear. This is what I mean. God has very high value on you hearing his heart, his intention, and hearing his voice. Tonight, we're talking about how to hear God. And I want to do three things, okay? First, I want to basically just kind of break down for you and just say, here's a story and some principles we can do in our heart to position ourselves to hear God, okay? It's not perfect. There's just some principles I've seen. Uh, and then after there, I just want to talk about here's different ways you can hear God's voice. And then third, I want to activate us, get into groups, and just practice it. Is that cool? Yeah. Cool that tonight? Yeah? Okay, awesome. And I want to encourage you. I was raised Baptist. I was raised that if anyone tries to tell you, um, like, you can hear God in different ways, like, don't drink their Kool-Aid and get out of the room. Like, that's, like, how I was kind of taught, right? And so it took a lot to break down this ideology that God, yes, he speaks out of Scripture, but he also has a special person inside of us called the Holy Spirit who speaks to yeah. us and through us. And that's how, like, the word lilac. Don't even know what that means, and it actually means something to someone because he's like, say lilac. I <laughs> don't know what it means, right? And, and, and then it works, right? Because he loves to be heard. He loves to speak. Okay? So go in Genesis chapter one, verse one. Yes. Okay? So uh turn your Bibles, table contents will tell you it's on page one. Okay? So here we go. It says, in the beginning. In the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was, with, was full, without form and void. And darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, which by the way, this Hebrew word for Spirit of God is the same word for Holy Spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit right here. So Holy Spirit is found in verse 2. We didn't just make up the Trinity. It's in verse 2. Okay, so the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Something happened. God spoke. He said, let And then all of a sudden he gave permission for light to exist and it it starts existing and it starts expanding. This is a fun little Taylor thought. They say the universe is still expanding. My thought is it's because maybe it's because the voice of God as it travels through nothing and it hits anything or nothing or whatever it is. It creates matter and light and life and created. And so as you look, the universe is still expanding because I believe the sound of God's voice is still going out and it's still creating behind it. And that's just a, you're not gonna find that in the Bible. That's just a fun thought. Just a fun little table thought for the day. But maybe that's why. But anyway, God speaks. Whatever hears him, life and light comes out of that. Then it says God speaks and more comes out, right? He speaks and stars are formed. He speaks and whatever hears his voice, something happens. And what's crazy is check this out whatever hears his voice what I love is he speaks to something speaks to the earth and he says make and he says vegetables come out of that now the vegetables are forever dependent pretty much on the things in the earth And he says, fish, he speaks to the water, and he says, swarm with fish. Now the fish are in the water, they're dependent upon that source. Uh, He he speaks to the light, and he says, make stars, and stars are forever now tied with with light, right? And and so we see this this connection, right? Do you guys follow me? It's a little abstract. But do you see how whatever comes out of it is dependent upon it? Do you see that? Then he turns and he speaks to himself, the Trinity. He says, let us make things. This tells me that you're created to be dependent upon the voice of God. Like Fish to water, birds to air, vegetables to matter and ground, light to stars and things like that, right? You're dependent. You're created. There's something in your DNA to be dependent upon the voice of God because eternity says, let us make man. And he starts making for man The spirit of man is for me, right? There's something in you that was designed to hear the voice of God.
1: Yeah. Yes. Good.
0: There's Good. Adam and Eve. They're walking. in They're in the garden. This is right after they they sin and they fall. But just check this out. Chapter three, verse eight. It says, "And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. They actually heard him. the 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 word here in Hebrew is uh, shama. I want to say shama. shama. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, but you get the picture. And it means to hear, but it also means that to be empowered with the ability to hear and understand it's both you heard it but i'm also giving you the ability to hear me it's important that'll come later okay so god speaks to them and he says i'm also not only am i going to talk i'm actually giving you the ability to hear me this is what you do you hear god's voice this has to be a foundational block somehow i was a christian i went my entire life and i didn't believe i could hear god's voice never even heard of such a thing i was like well i can read god you know the bible which is true if you can't feel god if you can't hear god and you're in well you can always read him he's right there he's in the bible right but i didn't think it was possible to hear god's voice and this has to become a principle in our life that's like a a foundational principle is that i can hear god's voice he designed me to hear him it's in my dna to hear the voice of the lord Everything in your life, I believe, like, can be surrounded by this truth and tied in God, what do you say about my relationship? What do you say about my school? What do you say about my job? What do you say about this? What do you say about that? Are, are we convinced that God's not speaking to us or is that we're not taking time to listen? Because he wants to speak. He wants to be heard. His desire is to be heard. It, 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 everything he says, I want to I give this to you. But are we listening? And so we're going to go, I want to show you a story of someone that I believe really helps show some principles on how to position your heart to really begin to hear God's voice. So go ahead and uh, turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 15. The context of the story is there's a devout woman. She, uh, she loves the Lord. Her name is Hannah. Her husband is Elkanah. And Elkanah or something like that. And they're barren. They cannot have kids. She's pouring her heart out to Jesus and she's into God. And she's just like, God, I want to have kids. And she's crying so hard. She goes to the temple to pray to God. She has nowhere else to go. She goes to the temple, turns to God, breaks down crying, saying, Jesus or God, I, I, I need, I want breakthrough in this area. She's crying so hard. The priest comes up to her and thinks she's drunk. She's like, you're out of it. Are you drunk? And and this is is what she says. Chapter 1, verse 15. She says, no, my Lord, I'm a woman troubled in my spirit. I've drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. It doesn't matter how troubled you are, what state of mind you're in, you can always pour your soul out. Always pour it out. You see, this, I believe, is a prerequisite A a, a foundational thing before you can hear God's voice, something you got to do is get used to pouring your heart out and your soul out to Jesus. Sometimes the trash can is so full you can't put any more things in it, right? So, my heart is so filled, so full of like junk and things of my day and things like that. When I say, Jesus, speak to me, my heart is so filled with stuff that I'm not talking to Him about that He's like trying to put things in there and my heart can't actually hold it or listen or hear it. And so we have to be a people that we say, okay, God, I'm going to be like Hannah here and I'm going to pour my heart out to you. I'm going to pour it out to you. I believe that's the first kind of prerequisite on how we actually begin to prepare ourselves to hear the voice of God is to pour our hearts out to him. First Samuel 1 verse 20 says this, and in due time, Hannah conceived and bore a son and she called his name Samuel for she said, I have asked from the Lord and he heard me. God, check this out. God has heard me. This is the second point. You have to believe God hears you. If you're, thank you. (laughs) If you, if you If you want to hear God, you have to first believe he can hear you. You will not think God will speak to you in the same area you don't think he listens to you in. If you say, if you're like, God, he doesn't really care or hear when I talk to him about relationships, then uh, why would he ever speak about relationships if he's not going to listen to me about them, right? Like, why would he ever talk to me about this area if I don't believe he can hear me? The very same area where you say, I don't think God really hears me is the same area you're not going to be able to listen to him. Do you guys see how those are tied together? And so so often we, we we just say like, God, why aren't you speaking about this area of my life? And he's just like, do you really believe, I, are you talking to me about it? Do you believe I hear you in it? Are you, are you pouring your heart out to me in area? Because when you pour your heart out and you believe he's going to speak and he hears you, you're positioning yourself to say, okay, hey, God, I'm ready for what you have to say. Does that make
1: sense? Nope. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. I love this. So the father, Elkanah, uh, his, his name in Hebrew breaks down to two words, El, which means God, and Kana, which means uh, create and has possessed. And so his name means God has created and possessed. That's so what his name means. Okay. Hannah means grace. Alright? Samuel, the child that they have, his name can be broken down into two parts as well. It's Shema. Where did we hear that word before? I told you earlier I said it earlier. (laughs) Ryan was like, you just said it like two months ago. Okay, so I just said it. it. It's to hear. It means to hear and to be empowered with the ability to hear. And then the word El, which means God. So Samuel literally means He hears God. And he is and it's a dual meaning. It actually also means and he is heard by God.
1: Wow.
0: So when you have a man, this guy Elkanah, when you say, I am created and possessed by God, created, that's the Father. Possessed and filled, that's the Holy Spirit. And when those two truths come together with Hannah, which means grace, which is also Jesus, grace, what he did. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He created me. He fills me. I'm under His grace. The truth that is born in your life is that you hear God, and He's hurt, and He hears you. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Do you guys see that? Yeah.
0: When you realize you're created by God the Father, that He lives and possesses inside of you the Holy Spirit, and when that uh, and that encounters the grace that Jesus got for us, right? What is birthed is the absolute truth in our heart that I was created to hear God. Because you're a child of grace, you can hear God. Because you're a child of truth, that God the Father created you, that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, that means you can now walk out. And knowing that, hearing God, I was born for this. My very nature, my very DNA, is I hear God. That's in me. It's in our name, right? And so, point number three, I can hear God. Everyone say that out. I can, I can hear, hear God. God. You've got to convince yourselves of this. There's times when I was like, I can't hear God. And I had to force him to be like, no, I can hear God. I can hear God. He promises me I can hear. Him. He actually, uh, in John, he says, my sheep know my voice. And they follow me. The word here, it's a Greek word for hear. Because New Testament's actually written in Greek. And it actually, once again, means uh, to be given, to be endowed with the ability to hear. So he doesn't say, like, my good sheep hear my voice. He says, no, no, I've given them the ability to hear me, Mm -hmm. is what it means. Mm -hmm. So Samuel, what I love this, this is the final point, and then we're just going to talk into some practicals on how to hear God's voice. Um, Samuel, I love this. He's born, he's growing up, he's dedicated to the temple of God. He lives, he sleeps, he eats in the temple of God, pretty much. He goes to bed next to this thing called the Ark of the Covenant, which really represented the covenant uh, of God and his people. And he, he sleeps next to it, like, that's pretty cool. You know. And, and Samuel, starting in chapter three, verse three, the second half of it. Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. And the Lord called Samuel, and he said, and then Samuel is what he says. He says, Here I am. Then he ran. Whoa, here I am. Okay. Then he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Eli was the priest, so he goes running to his mentor. Here I am, you called me? Eli says, No, I did not call you, go lie down again. The Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and he went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he answered, I did not call you, my son. Go lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him. So the Lord called Samuel again for the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you've called me. Then Eli discerned that the Lord was calling the boy. And Eli said to Samuel, go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, then you shall speak. You shall say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and laid down in this place. The story goes on. He calls out again. He's like, Samuel. And Samuel says, speak, I'm listening. And then all of a sudden. The Lord speaks and basically sets him up for this huge thing in his life. He goes on to be known as a man who hears God's voice. He goes on to become a prophet. It's actually said about him that not one word he ever said hit the ground was wrong. God supported him and said, not one of your words will ever hit the ground because you hear my voice. But check this out. It was in the state of rest that Samuel began to hear God. Rest in God. Be at rest. Wait for God to speak. You cannot sit there And just be like, oh God! Right? Like like a tree does not sit there and be like, oranges! Right? Like it's just like, it's in rest. It's in a state of rest. It's receiving the nutrients, right? It's following those first two steps I talked about, right? Pouring out, receiving all that kind of stuff, right? Living in truth, you see what I'm saying? And the fruit of it is, you begin to hear God's. When you're at rest, you hear God's voice. When I go up to pray for someone, when I'm standing up here, it was in worship that I began to get words. And when I stood up here before you, I wasn't trying to be like, you, right? Like, oh, right? Like, I just was like, I think he said lilac. Right? I, I think that's what he said. <laughs> right? And in a state of rest of, okay, God, I'm going to wait for you to speak. And I'm not going to try to force this thing happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you really begin to uh, try to follow these things of, of uh, what was it saying? Please remember? That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. Pouring out your heart. Okay. Step one was pour out your heart before the Lord. Step two was realizing God can hear you. And step three is believing and saying that you can hear God. Right. And then so step four is now once you have those three, just be in rest. Ask him and wait for him to speak to you. So are you, guys, are you guys doing okay? Whoa, what's
1: going on? All
0: right, you guys doing okay? All right, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, you got maybe uh, 10 more minutes and then we're just going to go for it. Start asking our questions. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, awesome. Okay, so the thing is communication skills. Just like any relationship, we need to grow in communication skills. Okay, how are ways we communicate with each other? You can re- communicate to each other verbally. Right, Body, language. Body, language. Body Touch. language. Touch. Visually, you can speak to people. Letters. Right? Writing. Letters. <laughs> right? There's a lot of different ways you can speak to people, right? So the thing is, if God invented these ways for us to talk to each other, why do we think he can't use them to talk to him? Exactly. Wow. If he invented our senses, why can he not use them to actually speak to us? Yeah. If he invents our imagination, why can he not use our imagination to then speak to us? Yep. Right? So, a couple ways you can hear God. Number one. Scripture written number one way that is the number one. That is like the it's over scripture, right? It's like if someone's like, I feel like the Lord just says he hates you, right? You're just like, no, the scripture says he loves me, right? I'm sorry. Like, I love you, but you're wrong. The scripture says the opposite. So no matter what I feel, no matter what I think, if it contradicts scripture, I'm wrong. i'm I'm sorry i'm wrong i need i need better understanding revelation that you know it has to pass through the filter of scripture first for it to actually be something that is really does that make sense and you know a tree by its fruit and so if, if, if the fruit of a word i try to give something is they feel condemned and they feel hurt and they feel betrayed and they feel like what the heck like that was what's going on it's chances are Like if it contradicts scripture and it's producing really bad fruit, it might not be from the Lord, you know? So you have to always remember scripture, okay? Is that cool? For a while when I was first uh, trying to hear God's voice, I actually would only give people words if I had a scripture tied to it. Um, You know, you don't always have to do that. But that's really how I learned because I had such a reverence for the scripture of God. And I wanted to make sure the scripture produces fruit. I just put it there. it's good. Cho- 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 yeah. it's gonna just make no sense right okay so here we go another way audibly adam and eve they heard god's voice in the garden i had a time i was speaking uh christy was there where we i was actually speaking at this site uh, like youth camp this girl comes up to me afterwards and she says this she comes up she's like cr- kind of a little freaked out but i'm like what's going on like i didn't say anything crazy right what's going on right she comes up to me and she said uh you were talking and i was talking about righteousness and living a holy life and different things like that and she came up to me and she's like i was writing in my journal and as i was writing in my journal uh and i was taking notes from you i was having this conversation in my head you know with the lord and she basically said i told him god uh i can do weed you invented it it's okay this is an 11th grade girl she said she's a cheerleader she's like i've been doing weed for years she just opens up. She's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I've been doing weed for years. I was like, oh, okay. And she's in 11th grade, okay? And I was like, oh, okay, wow. And this is at a Christian school, right? Which is pretty, which is wild. And she said, and I, I, I said, I can be a Christian, and I can still do this, God. You made it. It's okay. And then she said, God, I just have a different thought process, and it's okay. That's what she, that's what she was thinking. She said in the moment she heard someone yell out her name audibly, and she said, they said her name, and she looked up. She saw me up there, and she realized I didn't say it, but it was louder than me speaking. I was the only one speaking in the room. And then she heard an audible voice break in and say her name and say, this moment is for you. Pay attention.
1: Whoa.
0: And then right then, she said, I stopped. I looked at her, and I said, you need to have a new thought process. Whoa. Whoa. And like, and I, I didn't know, I was just preaching. I was just like, you need to have new thought process. And I just kept going, right? And she came up to me trembling because she heard an audible voice come over. And then she said, "Heat filled her body and she started trembling. She's like, oh, look at my notes. And her notes were like, like she started taking notes. And then the pen just like her scaled off the thing. Right. And like, she was freaking out. And what's crazy. She said this in front of a Baptist teacher and the Baptist teacher stops her and says, you heard the voice of God. Ah, wow. Ah. Right? That's an audible breakthrough. It happened in the Old Testament. It happened in the New Testament. It still happens today. Okay? So another way you can hear God is visually. Okay? So uh, visually, Ezekiel, Daniel, John, Peter, Moses, they all had moments when they either saw something literally or they saw something. Uh, here, hold on. Is this, is this distracting? I can just yell. Is it distracting? I'm just going to yell. Sorry, I just keep hearing crackling, so I'm not sure. So, okay, so visually, all these guys, Old Testament, New Testament, they hear God, they see him visually. Sometimes they have a literal thing they see God do. Other times, there's a, a phrase that happens all where it says they saw it in the spirit. A lot of times that's in their mind's eye, their imagination, they're in prayer, and then God, uh, like, multiple times. And Paul's like, whether I was in my spirit or whether I was in the physical, I don't know. Ezekiel, at the same time, he says, I was taken up in the spirit. A lot of times that's like your imagination or, or you're praying and God takes you somewhere and it seems real, feels real. You're like, I don't know. I don't know if it's real or not. I can't quite tell. It's a visual thing that you're seeing. Sometimes you can actually be daydreaming and God will hijack it and use it for him, right? Uh, And it's totally okay. And so uh, physically, one time in my life, this this person came up to me. They called me and they said, what's going on in your life? They said, "I, I was walking in the airport and I turned and I saw a wall and it looked like a window and I could see through it. And I saw you in the prayer room crying. What's going on? And they're like, I haven't had that happen before. What's happening? And I said, my grandfather just died. and I was in the prayer room crying and talking to God about it. And he said, well, it's so important to God that I physically saw it. Wow. Right? And he, he needs you to know he's with you right now. The fruit of it was comfort and joy, and God's with me. That was the fruit of it. If I was religious, I would have been like, what the heck? You saw a window, and then you saw him. That's crazy. But all I knew is my grandpa died, and I needed to know the Lord was with me right then. And so... Another way he can speak to you is actually in dreams Jobs 3314 said for God speaks again and again though people don't recognize it he speaks in dreams and in visions of the night when deep sleep falls on people as they lie in their beds job 3314 that's pretty literal and straightforward he speaks in dreams I've had times where dreams were some of the most profound things God ever told me and I'll actually walk them out and see them unfold and it's like This is weird, right? But you begin to actually say, okay, God, I'm willing to have you speak to me in my dreams. Another time, I'm kind of speeding up a little bit so we can finish and jump into activation here, uh, is emotion and an impression. Mark 1, 41, it says, moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him and said, I'm willing to be healed. And the man was healed. There's moments when you won't have a word. You'll just say, oh, my heart is breaking for that person. What's going on? It's valid. It's God. He's talking to you. I actually love these words because I'm feeling the heart of God. Mm -hmm. It's one thing for him to say, like, hey, check this out. And I love it. I want it. But it's another thing where he's like, here's my heart. Here it is. This is what I feel right now. It's valid. Moved with compassion. God will speak. Sometimes you just know and you're knower. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, you're like, I just, I just know that I know this is going on. Like, this person's been on my mind. You call them, they start crying, and they're like, what the heck? How did you know? And I was like, I don't know. You've just been on my heart, right? It's God sharing his heart with you in that moment. It's another way he speaks. Another way it can be physically feeling. Remember I said that girl, she actually felt a heat go through her. One time I was praying for two different people. This guy all of a sudden, he started sweating profusely. He's like, I feel like I'm on fire. I'm like, I'm not touching you even man like I'm not I'm not one of those people where I'll like you know feel the Lord I push him to the ground like I just like I'm like a lot of times I don't even touch people I'm like God I want you to touch him like I I don't want I have nothing against those people but I'm just like I want I just don't even want to touch you right now. <laughs> like, you know? And, and this person starts sweating profusely, feeling like they're on fire. This other guy prayed for him. He started saying, He's like, I feel like I'm on a beach and it's water, it's so cold, and it's boring. The guy next to him got mad and he literally yelled this out. He's like, How come he gets to the beach? And he's like, I'm on fire! Like, and he was like panicking. And I was like, You're okay? God's talking to him differently. He's like, Light him on fire. I'm like, I didn't do it. It was the Lord. He's talking. Maybe you're so angry maybe this is why you get the fire. I don't know. He's, he's burning some stuff out of you right now, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Right? So, I don't know. I don't know, right? But the point is, he, can, he, he made our physical feeling. He can talk to us through them. These are all different ways he can speak to us. So what's the point in all this? I don't know if some of you might have heard this much time. Some of you, this might be the very first time. And if you're anything like me, first time I heard this, I totally rejected it. Because the problem is, we reject things that we don't understand. Uh, Matthew 14, Jesus walks on the water. And the disciples see Jesus. They know Jesus. And they go, it's a ghost! They freak out. They they, they call it a demon, pretty much. It's a ghost. It's this thing that's not Jesus. They knew Jesus. And they say it's a ghost. A lot of times we demonize things that we don't understand. It could very well be Jesus, but we demonize it because it bursts our boxes. And so... I believe that it's time to start really trying to go after hearing God's voice in, in different ways. Uh, it obviously has to go through the filter of scripture first, but there's other ways you can hear God's voice. John 8:47 it says, whoever is of God, hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. What are the signs that you're from God is you hear his voice? And I promise you, if you're a Christian, you hear His voice. I'm not saying that to condemn you. I'm pro- I'm telling you, you probably hear Him, and you just don't realize it's God. A lot, it's in your DNA to hear God's voice. You know, maybe it was that compassion thing, maybe it was a random thought, maybe it was things like that but it's God trying to speak to you. So we want to just practice. Tonight's going to be a safe place for us to practice, put our training wheels and basically ride in the grass with leaders who love us. And if we fall and mess up, it's okay. No no foul. Like we're okay. We're trying to teach you how to begin to hear God's voice. I I can share. For time's sake, we're going to move on now. You guys can start passing out those papers would be great. Um, But... I can share story after story after story after story when I thought I heard God's voice, so I stepped out with it, and it ended up really either getting somebody saved or bringing them back to the Lord or things like that. The fruit of it looked like God, and it brought people closer to Jesus. So the fruit of all of this, the reason we do this, you, you work on communication with people because you love them, and you want to go deeper in relationship. So that's why we're working on communication with God tonight and how we hear God uh, because we love Him and we, we want to grow deeper in love with him, okay? So go ahead and do this. What we're going to do is, I'll tell you first and then we'll go into it. We have about 20 minutes, okay? It's only, it's about 8.40, we end at nine. So we got about 20 minutes. We're going to break into groups and then basically uh, you have this piece of paper. The piece of paper on it, it says, and we can get more for you. We can make copies of this. If there's not enough, but basically it says Bible verses, auto, audible, visual, emotional, and the challenge is we're gonna ask you questions that you're gonna ask God for your neighbor, and some of you will get a Bible verse will pop in your head, Scripture. Use it. It's God. It's always God. It's scripture. It's awesome, right? Okay. Or some of you might think you heard something. It might be audibly, or it might be like I feel like I, hearing this, right? Some of you, it might be visual. It might be something where you say dude i totally just started daydreaming i saw this picture of this like that's crazy Uh, some of you it might be emotional it might be like i like earlier i prayed for danielle i just put my hand on her i didn't have anything except for that bucket put my hand on her and then i was like oh god like and i just could feel his heart right and so it could be any one of these this is for you to write down and start to see different ways that god speaks to you i promise you he'll speak to everyone in the room in different ways we always see this whole thing get filled in all the different ways that God speaks. So what we're gonna do is go ahead and leaders, the, the crux leaders, you know who you are, uh, I would love you, because you guys have done this a million times, spread out, don't be together, try to be in different groups with new people, okay? I love praying for people you don't know, because then you can't like try to throw in your own thing in there, you know? You're just like, I don't even know you, so I'm just gonna try this, right? And it's it's great, it's fun. So anyway, so go ahead, we're gonna put on some worship music in the back, go ahead, break in your groups, and then I'm gonna guide you through the questions once we are in our groups, okay? What's up? The groups just do like, like four people if you can. Like three or four people a group. If you have one, that's five. It's okay. okay. What? You did you did uh, yeah. 30, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, move your chairs. You can sit on the ground. You can sit on the floor. This is a safe, safe place! Hey Joel, can we try this one time? Alrighty guys, so remember this is a totally safe place. We love you. So it's not scary. If you have questions, come talk to me afterwards. Totally okay. Get to know new people, join in with them. Okay. I think they're passing around pens too. Dominic, hey Dom, were there pens in there? What's up? Oh, she's got. It. You go. If you need a pen? Here you go. Got about 20 minutes. So first off, this is what you do: get in your crew, because we're not weird. So we get to know each other's names. Each other's So you so say, "Hey everyone, I'm so and so. What's your name?" Yes. I'll tell So right now, just. Ask each other's names. Be normal.
1: It's totally so cool.
0: <laughs> just say, "Hey, what's up?" All right. You guys in your group? What? No, no, no. We're just being normal. We are asking each other for their name. What is your God-given name, sir? All right.
1: You can say hi. All
0: right. Once the names are done, leaders, if you can help quiet down your group so that we can go to the questions. Alrighty. Everyone good? Go ahead. Alrighty. So because we believe, sometimes, okay, our guys team must up? <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, this might sound kind of funny and weird. Turn on the horse music just a little bit, Joel, and then when we start, we'll, okay. So uh, we're gonna ask questions. A lot of times if you try to just open it up and you're like, God, tell me anything, it sometimes it can get overwhelming if it's your first time. Uh, if you're like super into this, that you do it all the time. But when I first, first, first was taking says, I needed a question to ask because I'm like, I've never done this ever, you know. And so we have some fun questions that you're going to ask. It might sound weird. So the first thing you do is you're going to ask the question, and then you're going to ask God why. Some of you will get a scripture. Some of you will get a thought. Some of you will get a song or a verse or a feeling or whatever it is. And then before you reject it, be like, that's crazy. Right. Wait till they say why into your God mind. And just be an open mind and remember this is totally, totally easy. Like family and it goes through that filter of encouragement and scripture. <laughs> okay, so the first thing you're gonna do is you're actually gonna say, you're gonna pray this out to the Lord, you're gonna take like thirty seconds and then wait for me to say go before you start telling person. You are asking God a question about the person on your right. Okay? And you are asking them this question. You're saying Jesus or God? Or whatever, whatever you know, God what color are they like and why? What color are they like and why? An example of it, he says you're red because you're a man of war. right? I don't know. I don't know. Something like that, right? That was just a throw out. That's not for anyone in here. That's just a random example. So something like that. Okay. So you're asking God, God, what color are they like? So be quiet for a second. Listen to worship music. Three steps. Remember, you can hear God. God hears you. You poured out your heart. It's all to him, right? Um, and then... Um, yeah, and then go ahead and write down, if it's visual or audio or whatever it might be, start to write it down, okay, if you get something. We're going to take, like, like a minute, and then I'll tell you, don't start praying yet for the person. Stretch yourself. Get on the bike with the training. Let's try it out. What color are you of times I just go with the first thing that comes in my head if you think about it way too long you start to overanalyze it then you start to like trip yourself up it's a color just go with the first one Alrighty, and if you don't get anything, no worries. It is okay. You can just be like you're colorless. <laughs> right. So it's okay if you don't get anything. But go ahead, and I want to encourage you guys. Look up here real quick. A lot of times, hearing God is like this. A lot of times, you hear one thing, and you don't know if there's anything else there. And then when you pull it out, there's something else there. And you pull it out, there's something else there.
1: And, then you, pull out, else there. and
0: then you pull it out, and you go, like, oh, oh, Okay, so go ahead and take a leap of faith right now and go ahead and tell the person on your right. Tell them what color. Start, I mean, not all at once. Pick one color. And then tell them why.
1: I more don't know if that might <laughs> yeah. I'm Yeah. 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 I'm going to all right, guys. And don't get like a crazy long when you're not getting a sermon. You're just telling them
0: 30 seconds, hey, this is color. We're going to be done in about one minute. We're going to go to the next one.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You should already be on the second or third person now. No. See, to write yeah, that's for you just because it's training you how you hear God, so you're gonna write oh I saw this visually or oh I saw
1: yeah, that's awesome.
0: All right, you guys begin to wrap up begin to wrap up In like 30 seconds We're moving on to the next
1: one Yeah, 30 seconds guys uh,
0: righty, guys Go ahead and everyone, if everyone, you can always, if we have time afterwards, for time's sake, we're going to move on. If you want to tell the person afterward, you are Like, it's okay. You can tell them afterwards. But right now, can I have everyone's attention so we can go to the next thing? Yeah.
1: You guys love yeah. this so much. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Guys,
1: listen up. up. <laughs> All right.
0: So uh, how many of you uh, saw a color or pictured it or something happened? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, how many of you uh, would say that whoever gave you that one, it like made sense somehow? Like was the description or, or something like that? That's awesome. Great. How many of you would say this is like your first time that's never happened before? That's great. Yeah. great and proud. That's awesome, man. That's Play cool. <laughs> Praise God. That's great, man. And, uh, and some of you might be like,
1: this is crazy. I have no idea. I would
0: have been in your group. I, I I was with people who did this every single day for like six months. And I was like, y'all crazy. It took six months of this for me to finally start to like, okay, maybe it's real. So, so totally okay. If you have questions, talk to me afterwards. But the next one you are asking, you are doing this. This one's fun. You're saying, God. Hey, you're doing this for the person on your left now. you changed it. Hey. Okay. So you're saying, God. What kind of vehicle and some of you might be like, you're like an airplane because you're called to fly all over the world, right? And like go to places or something like that. You might be like, a unicycle. fun. You know, whatever it is. I don't know. But you're just going to ask God real quick. What is that? Only like 30 seconds and then start sharing with each other again, okay? So you guys go, pray for 30 seconds, ask God. But whatever you get, just go with it. Here we go. Go ahead and share with your person on your left. Go for it. You have three minutes. On, guys. Okay, guys, that's like Alrighty, we have about a minute and a half, two minutes left. Let's yeah. go. Right, guys, begin to wrap it up. Everyone, look up
1: here. Look, look. <laughs> I would do it to you. adults.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, begin to, begin to look on up here. Look on up. Listen up.
1: Like Listen, like Listen up. Like Listen
0: up. Bed, yeah. All right, guys. So, really cool, quick testimony. Really cool. Is it Mitchell? Mitchell, Mitchell here. Uh he was giving a word to Billy, but I kind of intercepted. I believe I intersected. it. Billy can have it too. It's for both of us. But I just happened to walk up on his left hand side and I said and he it was his turn. And then he said a red and black, like the with a stripe on it, Mustang. Right? And Dominic knows this, people have known that is my dream car since like third grade is pretty much like a 1967 red and black Mustang with a stripe on it. And I'm just saying, it could be for Billy, I believe that too, but I
1: happen to sit next to him on the left hand side,
0: oh right when he said, Your car is this and it happened to be my favorite car that I've had for like decades. And I believe the Lord just told me I'm gonna get one day, maybe. Okay. So anyway, anyway, just saying, kinda cool. Way to go, Mitchell. Way to go. Okay. Alright guys, so real quick look to me. We're gonna do one last fun one. Uh, but who would say that they, once again in the moment, did who would say that they saw like a picture, like it was like a a visual thing? It was their mind's eye, they saw a picture. Honestly, I tend to operate like that a, a lot. Like I saw the word lilac on the road. Street, right? How many of you say it was audible? Like you felt like you heard something like a vroom, vroom, an engine or something like that. Right? Right? So audible. Everyone look around. Guys, stop talking real quick? Look around. So see, God spoke audibly to people. How many of you would say it was like an, an impression or like an emotion? I don't know why. I just kind of felt this. Ryan, right up here in the back. Remind us your name? Ryan.
1: Right? Ryan? Brian? Ryan,
0: oh, that's convenient, Ryan. Okay, <laughs> okay. They both say it was like an impression. Anyone else have more like an impression or a feeling or like just kind of shoddy? Emily did last time. Okay. How many? Of you, how many of you like somehow it tied into scripture somehow, or you felt like a verse all of a sudden started to come out? <laughs> that's okay. It's alright. It's alright. It's hard to feel. Okay. All right. So anyway, anyway, here's the last one. So I want to tell you. See, you guys are all God is fun. And he wants to speak to us. And he can speak modern vernacular. He doesn't have to talk in King James. Like, he can actually talk in our language, too. And so, right now, he's talking to us. This is fun. This is exciting. This is what makes hearing God's voice, like, sustainable for life. It's because it's something that you're like, I love doing this. Last question. It's almost 9 o'clock. And then, uh, y'all can get going. This is the last question. It's one of my personal favorite ones. Okay. I love this one, because I believe this, this comes awesome come okay? So, here we go, you guys ready? Yeah. All right, what? This is for the person straight across from you, okay? And if there's two, if you have a group of five, uh, figure it out, the same person, I don't know. Okay, so, this is what you're gonna say. This is what you're gonna say. Listen up, guys, here it is, here it is.
1: Leading, All right, no, 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 I'm just i do with you. I'm
0: patient <laughs> a long time. I has been like a way long time. Taylor <laughs> <Anyone> knows. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? What Disney character are they like? And try it, KJ, wait, 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 Not the villains. You can't be like, you're like your father. Okay, you can't be like, you're like your son. Okay, no, no. What, like, good Disney character? You're like Maleficent. It's not the original, and the new way of is actually going to do it. Okay, yes. Does Disney include
1: Marvel, Star Wars, and
0: Pixar? Like a Disney. Hold up. Disney movies. So not like Disney happens to own Marvel and they happen to own. Like, oh, Disney movies. Come on. I on yeah, can. <laughs>
1: If you want to throw Pixar in there, fine,
0: go for it. Yes, Pixar. Because Toy Story is from the Lord. So go ahead. You can throw Pixar in there. Okay, all right? So you throw, yeah, Toy Story is from Jesus. Okay? So go ahead, throw it. Throw in throw Pixar. So pray about it. I ask. And when you're ready, go across. This is our last one. It's 9 o'clock right now, so we're almost done.
1: Okay. What? <laughs> That's weird. Sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about my own thing. Oh. <laughs> I was
0: like, remember, it's got to be encouraging.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, That's Are weird. Right? <laughs> Sorry. No, not really. No. I'm just kidding.
0: Alright, so you guys can feel free to begin sharing with each other. All right. All right guys begin to wrap up begin to wrap up share your last two. All right, All right, guys. we getting to wrap up. Last one here, it is nano pole. <laughs> All righty guys,
1: 30 seconds.
0: (laughs) I just want to honor those who might need to leave, so i wrap up. But you know, honor it. All right, guys.
1: All right,
0: begin to quiet down. Get quiet down. The group is not done. (laughs) Alrighty, guys. Alright. That group over there, this group over here, guys, listen up real quick. Listen up, listen up. Isn't this fun? <laughs> Seriously, you can do this. I did this, I used to be tennis coach and I did this with my tennis team. And uh, a bunch of little, like, like they're all out school. They, like, they walked off the field, like, what's going on? Like, like this guy, like, he's like, what's on a guitar? And I like, feel like, you want to play guitar? And the guy, like, threw down his stuff and he's like, He's like, I told God an hour ago, I want to start playing guitar. And then he's like, How'd you know that? And then the kid, yeah, the other kid who heard that, was more freaked out than the kid who actually, you know, said that. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I heard it. I'm sorry. He's like, Coach, what do I do? What's what happening? Like, like, it's okay. You're hearing
1: God's voice. It's awesome.
0: It's awesome. So who, who, real quick, who in that one uh, felt like they they saw a picture, they saw something? Raise your hand if you saw something visually. Visually saw a picture, movie. So how many of you like audibly said like? I heard you got
1: a friend of me, uh, Woody. So, so, you know.
0: Yeah, there you go. Audibly, awesome. How many of you would say it was like an impression, like a feeling or something like that? Yeah, we got one, two, three, maybe. So kind of it out. Okay. Uh, how many of you would say that it was like uh, you were able once you said the why, like a verse came in or scripture or. or no. okay, we got we got, we got very nice <laughs> <laughs> No, but how many of you, though, would say, now, out of the whole night, this exercise, how many of you would say, it made me feel encouraged? Yeah, awesome. How many of you would say, like, it made me feel like God was actually saying something to me, like he was encouraging me or he was telling me something or he spoke to me through you? Come on, that's awesome. How many of you would say, I actually think I heard something and spoke it out for them? you confident? Yeah. 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 That was rule number three. I hear God. Remember that? So I just want to encourage you guys. Uh, you guys are, uh, we're officially done for the night. Just going to pray real quick. Feel free to keep praying for people. But practice this. It's kind of like a muscle. When you first go to the gym, you're like, oh, man. Right? And then you, you get used to the feeling of it. So this, it'll stretch you, but you start to get used to how God speaks to you. The reason for the paper was for you to write down, this I saw this, or I heard this, or I felt this. You start to learn how God tends to speak to you. You begin to become familiar with His voice and how He speaks to you, and it becomes more and more and more second nature, just like a, almost like a muscle reflex. You'll start to be in a conversation with somebody without even realizing it, start telling them what you think God's oh, saying to you. But also for you, I challenge you this week. Whatever issues is going on in your life, pour your heart out to Jesus. Realize He hears you then declare until you believe it that you hear God and then sit there and rest and say, okay, God, what do you say about this situation? And he might show you a picture. He might give you a verse. He might get a feeling of peace or something. You might get an audible sound, whatever it is. The the whole point of time is to equip you to hear God's voice for other people, but also for yourself and for your relationship with Jesus. And so go ahead and uh, just yell this out real quick or declare it. I hear God. I hear God. Come on. That sounds good. That really good. All right. So, Lord, I just thank you for this family here, God. I thank you for the way that they had fun hearing your voice tonight, God. Uh, I pray that this week you would speak to them clearly, that this would become just a, a second nature in their life, that every single day they would realize that they hear your voice, God, and that, that they can actually proclaim your voice, into their lives and into those who are around them. Bless them and speak clearly to them this week. We love you, Jesus. And the whole goal of all of this is just to get to know your heart and to love you a little bit more and realize how much you love us. We love you, Jesus. I bless them as they go tonight and in your precious name. Amen. So thank you guys for coming to Crux tonight. Uh, feel free to give us your pens. If you want to keep praying, go for it. It is officially 9-10, and you can take off. Have a good night. We love you guys. If you need prayer, if you need anything, let us know. We're here for you, okay? And
1: if you want to help out with the Easter thing, talk to Christy right here and get some stuff from her, all right? We love you guys. Have a good night. It oh, was like a perfect lots up moment, Joel. I was just like. Yeah, It was. All right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
0: same mark